my gosh, live mic. And it's hot. Ooh, careful. Ooh, do not touch it. Ooh, ooh it's steaming. Ooh. Ooh. That's a, oh, my God. Prairie. Prairie, call the fire department. I think we have a fire on our hands. Oh, that is one third degree burn that's not going to heal quickly. Uh-uh. Um, Simon, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. We've been busy. We have been busy, and to be honest, um, I... We're gonna have to try and find a way to sneak it in. Yeah, the Lana album. I feel. Oh God. We were gonna we were gonna review. Came and went. Came and went. (laughs) Came and went. We had two two weeks opportunities, and it was like me and Simon back and forth. Hey, this night doesn't work. Mm. This night doesn't work. This night doesn't work. You know. We're very accomplished business women. Yep. Sometimes. Sometimes business women special. Yeah. (laughs) I could use one of those right now. Um, yeah. But what have you been up to? What what was keeping oh you busy? God. Oh my god! I mean, work is always busy, and then I was moving too. Oh. And yeah, where'd you move? <laughs> Look, I'm just gonna preface this by saying it was a lot of hard work. But when I say where I moved, you're probably not gonna believe that. So I moved. I didn't even leave the building. I just moved to a different floor same layout yeah same, same everything same exact layout. higher higher view yep That's um it. well the good news is now we're closer you're on my floor yes which i forgot yeah no so i <laughs> i started taking the stairs to go up to your place and i was like oh, simon simon same floor. No. i just <laughs> i'm so happy you're all moved i know it's uh was especially um Weighing on 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 Eric's mind was it? <laughs> Every time I was talking to him about really like, life and stuff, he seemed so cool, so calm the whole time. The move did not fluster him at all. Not the move part, but like oh, every time yeah. he was like, "Yeah, the summer's so busy. I have no time for anything. This move, I feel like I'm not settled in the whole thing. I don't have time for anything, bitch. We watch TV every weekend. Uh, <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, come on now. But like. Sometimes perception that man goes to lift at like three p.m. Whatever, whatever. It's it's he's really he's busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I uh, two things I want to talk about because I okay. think we, we talked okay. last week. Yeah, purple disco machine. We talked about how <sighs> like we were going to start talking about like um, artists and concerts we went to. Oh yes, and I have to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one, I went to Outside Lands in San Francisco, oh, man. which was was um, really fun. Um, saw Rufus de Soul, saw S. G. Lewis, saw Drama, um, Remy Wolf, Remy Wolf. Uh-huh. Oh, I do want to talk about her. Arizona. Okay. Um, Sharon Van Etten. Wow. Like you were buzz, 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 and Lizzo. Vampire and Vampire Weekend was really, really good. <sighs> But, like, saw all those artists, but I think that, like, the uh-huh. the concert that... I think it's actually, like, gonna be in my top five of all time. Oh, my God. What? I what? saw Bleachers. That was, like, one oh. of the things that caused us to, like, have to miss... Um, huh. Okay. To miss recording. And uh, I cannot tell you. Just, like... What so, about it? What, tell me... Do you know like in a picture? Do you me. know how like the Killers, um, especially yeah. their latest album, latest two albums really is driving yeah. for this like Springsteen vibe. It's very Americana. Very yes. like very like Americana rock. Like yeah. very like 
we're doing it all and we're traveling the countryside. <laughs> yes, it's a hundred. You just nailed it. The <laughs> the Springsteen vibe that like the Killers has been trying to go for for the past two albums, like the Bleachers mastered that craft, and I would even say it might really? be better than like oh. Springsteen vibe. It was like. What? The way he was, like, getting, like, engaging with the crowd, the way that he was, like, interacting with his bandmates, his, like, uh, when, when, when they made, uh, or Jack Antonoff made the, his latest album, which I cannot remember the name of right now, Uh he was like, I, I made this album to perform live. Okay. Like, he, like, wanted to try and create the aesthetic of like being performing it live and he mm-hmm. he played those songs but he also played like tons of his hits and i was just like holy fuck bleachers has so many good songs wow and it, it was just like i was dancing i was <laughs> smiling if you have a chance to see bleachers anyone in I'm uh, like, listening i'm like blown away right now i was not expecting that answer literally like okay such such a good experience like i I feel like I might actually need to travel to see Bleachers Whoa. again. Oh my soon gosh! Okay. Because that was it was so good. Wow! Um, well then, you heard good. it. You heard it here first. You got it. You got it. You got and the scoop. You got the scoop. <laughs> um, Another scoop we've got. I can't count all of them. But that's. Uh, I think that that's. That's what you've been up to. That's what I've been up to. I've been. Um, Listening to this album that we're about to talk about. Before we go into that, I do just have to call out um, in the divorce settlement between me and Dara. Just kidding. He moved out. He moved out. It ended wonderfully. I love Dara. Um, But he left me, told me he didn't want this commemorative Mamma Mia from the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Like tumbler water bottle plastic straw and all i he like, left it for me and i've literally never been so touched have you did you go to the chanhassen dinner theater to see mama mia no so i think dara saw it with his boyfriend and probably got it and then d- didn't want it i like i can't tell you how badly <laughs> I wanted to go to the Mamma Mia. Why didn't you go? It just never, like, came to be. Okay, I honestly didn't even know it was a thing. If I had known it was here and that you wanted to go, Aaron, I would have gone. I would have gone with you. Oh, it was... And and the thing was, is it was, like, six months it was, like, playing (laughs) there. It was a very long time. How did I not know this? I, like, literally just... Aaron, we would have we missed out on probably the best night of our life. The best night. Oh God. Have you been to the Chan and Dinner Theater by the way? One time, probably ten years ago. Same. And at age thirteen. <laughs> couldn't even say that with a straight face. What did face. you see? Couldn't even say that with a straight face. I wasn't twenty-three ten years ago. Um I saw um Sound of Music. Classic. Oh, classic. Classic. How about you? Have you been? Um, yeah. What did I, you see? I saw... Um, I'm so tickled. Sister Act. Shut up. That would I, be amazing at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. It was so good. I have I hadn't seen the movie before, <laughs> so it was like all brand new to me. It was <laughs> oh a wild God. ride, but I was there. I was there with like a guy like that... Um, is like significantly older than me. Okay, yeah. Um, uh-huh. We like... 
Yeah. Chatted and hung out a couple times from Grinder. Yes, back like when this. I when I was like living in Richfield. Fuck yes, and you went to the Chan Hansen Dinner Theater. But like as that was like as more of like uh um, like he's a platonic friend now. I'm so obsessed with that. <laughs> yeah, like he's a platonic friend that lives in Palm Springs now. He moved to Palm Springs with his like boyfriend. Of course he did. Well, he frequent when he frequented the Chan Hansen Dinner Theater and moved to Palm Springs is not a surprise. No, not a surprise at all. <laughs> But like, um, <laughs> if, if if you're listening, you know who you are. Yeah. Um, thank you for taking me to the Chan Hassan Dinner Look, Theater. We have got to give it up. We don't pay enough respect on the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. That is a night for everyone in the family. The whole family. Good, you good get family to eat, fun. You, you get, get food. You get a show. Uh, it is honestly. Why is there not more places like that? I don't have an answer. We I, should have one downtown. Why isn't there, like, there should be a movie theater that has, like, Bring tables. this to the city. Concerts. Yes. With it. I'd be there every night. Would love. Every every performance my paycheck could allow, I would be there. So speaking of Mamma Mia. Speaking of Mamma Mia. Um, this week is a pretty special week. We're reviewing an artist that hasn't put out an album yeah. in, like, I think it's 30 years? Long time, long ass time, longer than I've been around. I'll tell you that. Longer than I've been around. Yeah. But still, somehow, has, even before this album um, has Mm -hmm. come out, has probably continued to be one of the most influential um, pop duo groups. Yeah. Duo, duo. In existence ever, mm-hmm. right? Like and, uh, they have withstood the test of time. So th- absolutely. This week we are reviewing Voyage. Yes. By ABBA. By ABBA, the one, the only, the Swedish quadruple, the the quadrupet, the quadrupet, um, quartet. Or is that five? Well, the thing is, is I like that's what, four, what right? I. Right? <laughs> I don't feel like in. Yeah. I don't feel like the guys really like. No, they don't. They're kind of the band. Yeah, they don't. They're definitely not like the star power. They're definitely an essential ingredient to what. They're like the Kevin Jonas. Yeah, but the the ladies, the ladies are like. Did you know? Okay, come on now. They're the moment. I did. I watched. uh, What is it called? Uh, Watch Mojo is that what it's called? Mojo oh, Monkey. What God, is Watch Mojo. Those YouTube videos where they have those that fucking commentary that nobody asks for, and you're literally just like, please tell me what I came here to the video for without you talking. Yes, exactly <laughs> that. Um, I was because I was trying to. I wanted to have some level of like <sighs> history of Abba going into this album because I I knew. So we were supposed to have a special guest, but the special guest had to, to cancel because they were feeling out of the weather. Okay. That's completely fine. That's totally fine. But I knew that none of us probably had any sort of, like, <laughs> deep, enriched history with, like, how ABBA started. Right. So, fun fact is that mm. they um, the, the, they were couples. Like, they weren't couples. They okay. it started, it started as the two dudes and one of the girls, and mm-hmm. the other girl joined in. And then slowly but surely they're like, we should make this into like a foursome group. A swingers. And then, and then they start, they, they coupled off like two of them and then two of them. Oh yeah. But unlike Fleetwood Mac, they, when, when two of them broke up, yeah, 
they still were able to they, like they worked it out we got voulez-vous after that oh my god yeah oh my god and like that pretty much like haven't done anything for 30 years but like helped make mama mia the movie happen of course like of course I don't know. And so thank I, goodness for that. Thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for that. So yeah. Simon, speaking of like the history, I would love to know oh your God. history. Girl, okay. As discussed at least a few times on this podcast, my parents, including my dad, had pretty like gay music taste, I think, looking back in hindsight. You know, yeah. we are talking the Bee Gees. We, are, we got Celine Dion. We've got... ABBA, um, you know, uh, we had uh, Amy Grant, you know, the Carpenters, like very gay stuff, I think. So um, ABBA has been in my life f- for as long as I can remember. We, we had the greatest hits playing at least once a week, you know, yeah. yep. it definitely, definitely shaped a lot of what I'm into musically. Yeah. Um, and I still listen to them like probably consistently like once a month i'd go through an abba album like through my childhood pretty consistent albums like the different albums yeah like once a month so you actually do have like a good kind of history of not just this album or not just greatest hits you've dug into okay let's hump the brakes somewhere in between i like i couldn't tell you entire discography front to back yeah everything but the appreciation and the longevity, absolutely there. So long time. You that. tell me if you can okay. um, if you can answer this. Oh, is God. is like Oh Jesus. Well actually no, I wanna I wanna bring it up later because it's it's okay, a point. Okay. It's, right. it's it's it ties into the album, but I, there's I thought you were just gonna give me a pop quiz. I got well, real nervous. It I feel like for me, ABBA has always been one of those artists like we didn't really grow up listening to music at all um like in like a family way sure sure. my parents were the type where we were in the car they're like the music's too loud or like they would turn it off oh yeah and it was always like what the fuck are we doing here guys (laughs) we're not talking like we at least had like the oldies playing normally something something for me to like enjoy um but like ABBA somehow a lot of the songs you just kind of know that yeah they're just in the cultural sphere of yeah, what people are paying attention they've to they've always really been a part of the zeitgeist uh huh and then and then when the Mamma Mia movie came out I was still just like who wants to watch a musical about ABBA I was kind of like a little who bit knew us <laughs> I was like, this is this doesn't sound like it's a thing for me. And then like I think all it took was just one day getting high and watching it and I was like, <laughs> That's all you need. This movie is camp. This the movie- moment that we were watching Mamma Mia together and you told me, um fuck, who's the what's the actress? That iconic actress. Her name is um, Meryl Streep? No, Christine Baranski. This this moment the younger- you told me that Christine Baranski was Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> I lost my mind. So funny. Okay, <laughs> to, <laughs> to relive the, the moment, it was it was the younger okay, in the yeah, second yeah. the sequel, yeah, like yeah, the younger yeah. version. Yeah, Christine Baranski, <laughs> less so. But I have to like that cast was just so fucking wild. It was wacky. They just that is a wacky film. Meryl Meryl Streep of all people was just like 
I'll cash this check. You're going to tell me I'm going to be vacationing in, in Greece for three months? Absolutely. Sure. And you know, Mamma Mia too. Cher had her obligation oh, yeah. for that film. That was a transactional half a day shot. Yeah. You know, half a day shoot for her. And she cashed in millions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, sign me up. I really, <laughs> as we approach this new album, there are some some key parts of it that I'm like, I wonder if they wrote that for the movie a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You think? Um, you think? I, well, I don't... I love that idea. We'll talk, we'll <laughs> talk about it, but, like, that's kind of my experience with, with, with ABBA, but... I would okay. So let's let's yeah. talk talk about the album. And now I want to ask you the question I want to ask you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This so this album is wackadoo yeah. in terms of like the lyrics yeah. are just sometimes so dumb. Like <laughs> yeah, well not dumb, but they're they're kind of just like yeah. you, you have a song that's like Walk, pretty much like walking. <laughs> Well, a song in this album, you're you're walking through like a cat like <laughs> purring, and then it jumps off the couch, and then its tail like brushes yeah. your nose or something it's like incredible art. Like literally, it yeah. just the tomfoolery or there's like a little stream of consciousness for you. Keep yeah. an eye on Dan is, <laughs> I think, like I, I think the interpretation of the lyrics is truly like. We divorced and we have a kid together. You better keep an eye on the kid because I don't want him to anything to happen to the kid. Yeah, like that's that. A little like, bit. We should talk about Kevin. Like right, <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> the, the 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 songs are like just like so almost too oddly specific, <laughs> and like it's very like a Swedish person writing an English album. But that's that's where I wanted to ask you because yeah. what I what I was doing on my walk today, like yeah. I listened to it probably three or four times this weekend, once yesterday, and like twice today. Oh, but shit. I, on my walk this morning, I uh, when I finished the album, I was like, I wonder, like I think a perspective that I want to bring into this, or at least be aware of, yeah, is yes. The ABBA Greatest Greatest Hits album. There are so many hits, beginning to end. Endless slappers. They all are just so good that you get a Greatest Hits album by having so many other albums going into it. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are those albums like outside of the Mm -hmm. one or two kind of pullaways? How dare you! I know you're going to ask me. Are they as kooky wackadoo? Oh God, you know. I have to imagine probably yes and like for the majority of what I've listened to with ABBA it seems pretty consistently in that sphere yeah I it does like it really truly does feel like Swedish chef is <laughs> writing pop music well that's that's okay but that's like the thing though is like the greatest hits Mamma Mia yeah it makes at least some sense or at least, like, it kind of has, like, a, a deeper guess. meaning. Or, like, yeah, yeah. voulez-vous. It, like, <laughs> they have, they have like, a little bit more mm-hmm. structure to them. Sure. Like, they're, they're a lot yeah. more, like, uh, not just specific instances. They're, like, an idea sometimes. Doesn't, and it doesn't take much to just jump in. 
You're like, oh, okay. SOS. <laughs> Whereas, like, this, this album, it was very kooky. And so I listened to one album and I was like, okay, yeah, this, it is very much, and then this happened, and then this yeah. happened, and then this happened, which I think helped. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'll say with the album as a whole is, like, you can definitely tell that they're 30 years older. Like, they sound oh, yeah. just older. Yeah. Which, um, they're like hints at the, oh, I recognize that. You know? Yeah, like, still same voices, but like, have aged. Yeah. Um, which, like, speaking of is what, like, I was just talking to a friend of the pod, Alex Soledad. Oh, hello. About Red Taylor's version that comes out this week. Ooh. Which we're not reviewing. Thank God. I'm not making you do that. Thank God. But like he was, he was like, I'm excited to hear like how her voice has changed in the last ten years since Red came out. Oh. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I, I can't be excited for an album that's already out. Like the thing is, the album's already out. You know, you're not getting. And yeah, there's the bonus tracks, but like, girl, those are usually bonus tracks. Yeah. What the fuck. Like I just I'm like you're not gonna you're oh. not gonna get the new single you're gonna jump at the club for that's the Taylor Swift spell she's got on people I I don't it doesn't get it. matter she puts it out they're gonna fucking buy it bitch exactly but like so their voices are a lot older I will also say that like this album and I don't know if you would agree it doesn't really have any kind of I want to say upper tier echelon. Box. No, I don't think so either. Like, you're mm-hmm. not going to have an instant classic Mamma Mia, Super Trooper. No. SOS. You're not no. having that from this. Mm-mm. I would say not even close. But, like, I think I think it, it, it just, it, it, not, not from, like, a, a, a quality perspective necessarily, but just, like, a song that you would want to have remixed at the club. Oh, 100%. you know, or in song 100%. that like is just a cultural shift. This album doesn't. Yeah, and that part of that I think is just Abba felt like such a moment in time, like the context of where we are as a people in 2021 compared to whenever you know they hit the scene, vastly different. So the the part of me is wondering like. What? Why? Why did we put this album out? I was thinking about that a lot too. I was, I was, I was wondering, like, did they need to cash a check? Right. I was like, are the royalty checks like? Did they not sign a contract at the beginning? Are they not? Do they not have enough to live off off all of their fucking bangers? Like, what is the purpose of this release? I still don't have the answer. What I will tell you. What I will tell you. Um, I, I, I watched a couple interviews Okay And I, I think that At least their story is They were exploring the idea Of holograms Okay Of like these people Yeah That are like Think of like the Tupac situation <laughs> Gross I hate it I hate the dead people's Yeah Holograms yeah. That's insane to me so what they it's so gross they were like talking about that of like yeah. okay well what if we did this hologram thing and then they were like uh-huh, uh-huh. well the holograms they'd need to have new music <laughs> and so that's I think that that is pretty good logic they were like 
well, I guess if we're going to do it, and I don't know if you saw, but they're going to be, I think they're, they're not touring. They're doing a residency at like a venue in London, a la like Vegas Gaga. So does that just mean that the holograms are going to show up every night and do the work? And the cash is they, gonna go to the humans. They said that I think that the the vocals will be live. Stop. And, and I have a, are they gonna be in a little booth? I have a feeling. I can imagine it's gonna be one of those situations where they'll like they'll come out for one or two songs. Stop. And maybe even interact with their past selves. I hate this. Much like the end of Mamma Mia 2. I hate this. When the old Stop. versions and the young versions dance together. Stop it. You know? I'm against this. I think it sounds like poopy, kooky, campy, kind of fun. I have to put my foot down. <laughs> this is a clear attempt to have them be like, all right, we'll come out, we'll do 10 minutes of work. I guess we'll sing in like maybe a little studio space. Maybe. Or we'll just be, you know, out back smoking a cigarette. Which, what? which <laughs> I would be doing that if I, that was the gig. Give me a break. This is a cop-out. But you know, okay, but like, here's the deal. Mama, like... And you know those tickets are going to be $1,000 a piece. ABBA <sighs> is, one, like, this is probably our generation's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. only chance to see them, even if it's only for 10 minutes. That's true. One. And two, I don't think, like, to be honest, it's similar to going to, like a Kim Petras concert or similar to going to some artists where you're like, I know you're not singing live. Girl, don't even care. Don't even care. Britney Spears, <laughs> I know you're not singing live. I don't even care. Kim I'm, Petras is playing where? I don't care how much. Let's go. We're going. Like, you know, like, exactly. Like, it just is like that yeah. that mentality. And yeah. I think that... Um, so Abba's music is probably similar in the fact that so, we would just want to. Do you think it's for the older gays? They're like <laughs> the older gays who are like, "All right, Abba is here, bitch. Take my AARP card." So there's definitely that. gonna be a discount. We know there's gonna be a discount for ARP <laughs> members. We know there has to be. Um, that's incredible. But I I would say that like that's probably it. Like uh, it's the same okay, thing. Like yeah. do you remember when we went to the. Um, did you? I think you went to the the Chromatica drag brunch. No, I didn't. Okay, well, like mm. when I went to it with like others and Eric and folks, like and folks, we weren't really there like necessarily for the drag as much as we were there just to like listen to Gaga together it was, and have brunch. To be fair, you know. <laughs> to be fair, it was like the first time you could go hear that album with other people. Right. To defend you a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, going to a large music (laughs) venue and hearing ABBA and being able to listen with everyone else, I think it's also a pretty cool experience. I'd I'd pay 50 bucks. With your art membership? (laughs) Getting there. Getting there. Would I pay $1,000 for that? No, I'm not. But what... So what I'll say is, like, so went in... Listened to an album or two of their yes. the previous, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. the kooky campy is totally there. Yeah. The way that this album came about for me within the listens was the first listen was very much Prairie. You don't don't do that. Don't do that. Uh-uh. 
Um, Prairie's like scratching your ear a ton and it's like getting a rash and I'm like annoyed about it. But like the first one or two listens, I was like, this is kind of (laughs) painful. And then Uh I started kind of, because I kept on like literally, I remember like walking to the gym and listening to it and being like, are you kidding me? These songs are like really just, yeah, the lyrics are terrible. Awful. But then I was like, okay, they're actually kind of kooky and fun and like how terrible they are. Like it kind of, it was, it was so kooky that it ended up being camp in my mind. Oh Jesus. Of just like, keep oh, an wow. eye on Dan. Like I, I just, I, yeah. Okay. I had a I had a fun time the last two times listening. You know, to just there definitely still are some flops, and there definitely still like, and I had to re kind of position what a bop is and what. <laughs> <sighs> I had to completely change my definition of what a bop is to make this a bop. But fair, fair. but like I, it, it's it's a bop by interpretation. It's a bop <laughs> by. Is that what we do for every album? We interpret if it's a bop. I, I think so. I think so. Okay. But like, I think, okay. I think it, uh-huh. I, I found, a, I, I found appreciation in listening to something I wouldn't have normally enjoyed as much. Did the same thing with Lana when I had okay. listened to Lana where you have okay. to, you still have to try and go like, okay, what can I find that I appreciate about this okay. and why? And yeah, I mean, like I had, a, I had a fun time. What about you? What was, what was your okay, listening? Well, I'm glad you had that opinion because I could take the hard opposite for you. <laughs> Give you a full range here. Yeah. So, okay. First time I'm listening to this album, right? Got my headphones in. And I'm like, what are we doing here? What, what is this music that I'm hearing? What is the purpose of this? What is happening? So I'm listening, I'm going through, I'm like, oh man, okay. Oh wow, all right, okay, okay. Something's missing here, not okay, sure. And then the album ends, and then Spotify plays me fucking Chikatita oh. by ABBA, oh. and you go from that album to Chikatita, and you're like, oh, what's missing is everything that made ABBA what it was is like the charm the i think it's like the youthful spirit i think is truly what's missing yes there's a lot of production techniques too like the way that they layered their vocals with the instrumentals was bone chillingly good back in the day there is none of that va va voom magic on this album none they attempted to in parts with like um what's that like don't what's that song don't don't shut me down there are moments where you're like that's what they were going for in that moment mm-hmm. and it did not work it did not happen it just was tough and then the second time i went through the album and what's that new song jesse where kylie minogue <laughs> i don't know the name of it is Ah, Kiss of Life. Kiss of Life. That comes on after the album, and you're just like, oh, God, this is what good music is. What? It was real tough for me, I'm just going to say. This was a tough one. It's a tough one when your faves come out 30 years later to put out music. 
I will. So two things. One, yeah. We, yeah. we we chatted a tiny bit. I sent you a very controversial text about yeah. Kiss of Life. Oh, wow. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah. Definitive, <laughs> like, to a point. Oh, God. A Second to Midnight okay. is better than Kiss of Life. Like, there is no takesy-backsies on that. Like, I think that A Second to Midnight is just so much more, like, kind of, like... Okay, look. Dancey and whimsical in a way that I just so enjoy. I love Jesse, and the song's good, but, like... Girl, there, there is literally nothing about the Kiss of Life music video that could have been done better. It's perfect. But I would say that I like the second to midnight music video. The second it is so to midnight funny. music so video cute. is very good. It's so cute. It's very cute, very good. But Kiss of Life is just like unparalleled. I it's I so campy. It's so silly. Kylie and Jesse, actresses, stars. I think that they're both they, good. They serve the emotions. I'm understanding exactly what they're trying to do. It's a B and an A. That's what it is. Lady Gaga, take notes, okay? Do you hear this nonsense that Lady Gaga's PR team is throwing around now? That she's like, she's she had emotional like issues and anxiety and like, you know, things that stayed with her due to the fact that she was method acting for nine months. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Review. By the way, the initial like tweet reviews came out for oh, House God, of Gucci. tell me everything. Majority good. Really? And like all of, there's not really? any, there's not any negative praise. It's all positive what? or like at least okay praise for Gaga. Ugh, God, really? So whatever she was doing. Girl, that Italian accent is not, it's not it. Lean in. You lean in. Okay. Well, lean, I mean, ta- here's the thing. thing about accents. One of the things I did this last weekend was I watched the damn Nicole Kidman, um, yes. Nine Perfect yes. Strangers. That is an example of. Girl, would do whatever you want with that accent. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. horrible. It was horrible. And other accent is, um, what's her name? Reese Witherspoon in the morning show. The first season, <laughs> she has like this like attempted southern accent that doesn't work. Ooh. And about like between first and second season, it just completely disappears. That sounds on brand from what I've heard about the show. It sounds like season two goes into like camp overload. I don't know if it goes into camp overload as much as it goes into eye roll. Oh, I guess we're here. Yeah. Like it just. Yeah. It is. The lesbian storyline is like, where did this come from? There was not even a hint of it in season one. Why not? You know, and Why then you, and then you just have like lesbianism is hot right now. Steve Carell's in in like doesn't Italy? he drive off a cliff or something? Spoiler alert! <laughs> Should I edit that out? He may or may not I'll drive edit, off of a cliff. I'll edit that out. I'll add a little beep noise just to where are we at. Okay, uh, 35, 35 <laughs> minutes. We'll get that out. We'll get that out. Things happen to Steve Carell, um, but like. I can't fault Lady Gaga for doing her best at an accent when we have sure, all sure. of these other like pristine actors that somehow get away with worse. That's true. I think. Here's the thing. I think like with the Nicole Kidman of it all, it's like we're all on the same page and I don't think anyone is out there being like giving her rave reviews for that performance. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. 
Or at least I don't think yeah, anyone. It, by the way, did you see? Oh it? my god, yeah, loved every second of it. Wasn't it? Just, it was a weird. It's insane. It was kooky. I was probably high the whole time I watched it. The ending of it, like I feel like you just end and it's like, I guess, do an acid trip. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the... Also, I will say, the book is on my list at the library. I'm hoping it's just as kooky. We'll report back. Perfect. Because, like, that was the weird part about that that show was, like, at the end of it, everyone was like, yeah, I guess I really did enjoy getting drugged for a week and a half. Yeah. It was a very interesting... You know? Like, just... Yeah. and then, like, she's driving off in the sunset, like, on this, like, winding road. And they they all corroborated their stories. They believe in Masha. But not only that, like, she's, like, and her kid, who she's, yeah. like, yeah, tri- we know that she's tripping to see. <laughs> yeah. She's on the open road. I'm, like, yeah, girl, you're, you're about girl. to, you're about to have the, there's a lot of, the same uh, fate as a certain someone we ever talk like, about. Let's just say Nine Perfect Strangers is not a show for you if you are not a suspender of disbelief. It's not going to work for you, I don't think. I think the one thing that like, I was like desperately hoping for was that there was going to be an unlock of like mm-hmm. something beyond the world. But I actually appreciated oh, okay. that it was maintained to like... The mystical, magical part was drugs. Yeah, you're glad it didn't go like sci-fi. I was expecting it to, and I could, I would have like kind of liked that that. I that wouldn't. I wouldn't, moment. I wouldn't have minded honestly, but I'm not upset. But like, at this, I'm actually kind of like, oh, I guess they just stayed in reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as someone that like, spoiler, like I have done acid. Oh, like, whoa, spoiler. Whoa, spoiler. and I've done mushrooms and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. The way that they like, I was like, this is a. An honest portrayal. It was pretty accurate. It was pretty, like... It wasn't too far off. No. It definitely was not the most ridiculous thing on the show. No. There was a lot Um, of ridiculous things on the show. um, And I was so for it, which is also why I can't wait for House of Gucci. I'm going to approach it like I did Nine Perfect Strangers. I'm going to approach it like everything I do, which is just like, (laughs) I'm ready for this to be just a horrid mess. That's the way to live. Because, like, when I did that with cats... Yeah, you probably even loved it. I loved Cats. I still haven't brought myself to a place where I could watch that. I saw it once, and then I saw it again. I I would watch it again with you. I would watch Cats with you. Wow. Because it is... Oh, boy. I just just got chills. It is so... I have have goosebumps at the thought of that. And I'm not sure if it's good or bad. Could be either. That was visceral. Visceral. Um... So I loved that quick. Uh, we tangent. turned we turned into like the nine perfect strangers pod, and I wouldn't be upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Gilmore guys. We're doing nine perfect strangers pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that's the second podcast in our our it, network. It's only eight episodes long. Like, but like, every podcast episode is three hours long. We could spend we could spend like an episode like. A podcast episode on each character, each episode. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. what? What was Masha up to this episode? Oh my god! I almost I was so stoned that night. Like on one of those episodes, probably the episode where like things start to get whoa, and you're like, oh god. Um, I, I like was so stoned. I was like, I have to slide into Luke Evans DMs. I think I have a shot. And. And I didn't, but now I just remembered having that thought, and I think I'm going to do it. 
Um, okay. I, I really do feel like one in five chance. 20%. He's like so hot. So fucking hot. Uh, Though I do feel like he might be kind of like his character in Nine Perfect Strangers. I think he might be a little douchey. I think he's a he. This is all speculation. I've yes. nothing to go off of except intuition here. Okay. I bet he's kind, and I bet he's, but he's very probably isolated. Oh, um, wow. I think that he's. Wow. He's not really involved in the community at all, but mm-hmm. he also, like, is gay. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. And just can't be bothered by a lot of it. Probably has a lot of straight friends. Wow. Um, I think you're, like, really nailing this. But I, I think at the same time, like, I'm really rooting for you. <laughs> well, I guess you heard it here first. We just broke down Luke Evans. We just broke him down? Yeah. Um, okay, so going back to this album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What... Oh my god! You gave me your 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 take, but you haven't said the the key words. Oh, it was the, this album a bop or flop? This album's a fucking flop. I couldn't. I try, I really wanted to like this album so bad. I couldn't even bring myself. Even if I tried taking away the fact that it, this was an ABBA album, because I love their them so much. Like, could I still enjoy this if I didn't have the expectation of like ABBA? And the answer is still no. I think it's the exact... So, one, for me, it's also a flop. Okay. This is a flop. Okay. Yeah, I really thought you were going to get it for Bob. I did. No, it's, I did. It's, it's not a Bob. It's not a Bob. But I, like... I find, I find so many things I enjoyed about it. Like, truly, I just... Okay, okay. I, Maybe the I just the campiness, it. just like the the dumbness, it, how dumb it was. I was just like, lean into the dumb, lean into like this. We're on this adventure together, and like, okay, I am very much standing by what I've said. Everything I stand by it, but I do think I probably need a couple weeks to just like I've said it, yeah, like, put it out there, and now I could like come back in a little bit and maybe find something to appreciate in it later. But I'm not right there. I'm not there right now. Like, what I want to do is I just want to sneak, like, keep your eyes on Dan, on, like, <laughs> fucking... I'm just, like, a fucking, a party like, playlist? Party, party playlist. Jesus, don't do that. And then just... But, like, the thing is, is there's going to be, like, maybe one other person there. One other person there that, that, that's going to know it. And we are just going to, like, lock eyes and be, and like... It's going to be me. Yeah. Like, honestly... Who knows what will happen in that moment? Anything could happen in that moment. Um, okay, well, definitely a flop, yeah. But definitely a flop, yeah. but should we move on to what your top pop is? Yeah, um, for me it's, God, I literally forgot the name, and I literally said it two minutes ago. Ugh. Uh, don't Shut Me Down? Thank you. Yeah, that's my top pop. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's take listen. a quick listen. Is there a music video? There's not a music video, but there's a lyric video. Uh, okay. Well, well, we're going to watch that. All right. Wow. I feel like I really went on a journey with you. We really did. We, we, watched, really did. we watched the lyric video for, um, well, <laughs> first we listened to actually a song that wasn't my top bop and no doubt about it and neither of us noticed until the very end yeah nope 
So whoopsie, we got to listen to two songs. Aren't we happy about it? I. (laughs) Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, if it helps at all, um, no doubt about it is my top up. So, like, we we did listen. That's why it happened. I think that's why it happened. That's why it happened. I was kind of hoping it just randomly was a song you chose. And we listened to the whole thing and neither of us picked it up. Both Keep an Eye on Dan and No Doubt About It are probably my top bops. But, like, uh, No Doubt About It is my top bop. Um, okay, I love that. But speaking of Don't Let Me Down, or Don't Shut Me Down. Yeah, don't Shut Me Down. Do you know what this, like... What I got from the lyrics was this song is very much about um, <laughs> you're rekindling with someone after like years of being apart. Yeah. And you've changed. Yeah. You're not the same you were. Or you haven't released music for 30 years and now you're back and you're not the same. You're not the same. You're not the same. And <laughs> it's, 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 um, you gotta take me for what I am now oh, while wow. also taking me for what I was. <laughs> I'm not the same this time around. Aaron, this is a parallel metaphor here. I'm on same fire, thing. don't shut me down. That's whatever right. Whatever it is. They're, this song was to me. This song is... They, they're like, Simon, we no- already know you're going to listen to this album and you're not going to like it. But don't shut us down. Don't shut Accept us down. Accept us for who we are. The hidden meanings behind the song? I'm still saying no. There was still, there was still some... And there were some kooky lyrics in it, too. That oh, were my just, God. Every song. It was so fun. Kooky wooky. Like, if you just took a lot of edibles one night and you wrote down stream of consciousness what was coming to your mind, you could probably write an ABBA song. What I loved about it, in particular, too, uh-huh. was that... Um, it wasn't repeating a lot of the same words. Yes. It was same melody, but they would change the, the words, um, even for, like, the chorus. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, they were able to, like, you, it was pretty much just, like, you wrote Stream of Consciousness. 100%. And then they just were like, I can sing that into this melody. It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. what the words are. I will truly, sing it into this melody. Truly the limit for ABBA's level of kookery does not exist. But I will like I will say that like I could see myself like <laughs> this comes on yeah. randomly at some event and I'd be like all right all, all this, right literally like and I know I'm talking shit on my top bop whatever um, this just made me want to turn on like Super Trooper <laughs> I well whatever or like no what's a more upbeat I, song I, of old. Um, Voulez-vous? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Super Trooper. <laughs> Super Trooper is a little more... It's uh, a little slower. Uh, but it does pick up later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so speaking of... Do you have anything more to say about... <laughs> Not really. How about your top up? We didn't really talk about yours. We didn't. We didn't at all. Yeah. No doubt about it is like... <laughs> it's kooky. It was so kooky and fun. Like, it... I, that that song in particular, I was like, <laughs> this song I could fully see yeah. getting remixed and played at the club. You think? One hundred percent. Okay, I'm gonna listen to it again. Like that perspective. No doubt about it. Okay, that's how it goes. I'd already forgotten. Um, yeah. And then the the like DJ Ty Jordan, are you listening? The the best part of like. The lyrics of this song are pretty much like, yeah, I was fired up. Like, I, it, I, it, it, in context, it's like, I was going through menopause and I just needed someone <laughs> to, to yell at. 
and I yelled at you and she's like <clears throat> yeah this time it yeah. was my fault there's no doubt about it yeah like that was my mom to me during menopause I'm a, I, I'm a, I messed up this time you, where do you need me to yell the rooftop I yeah. love you we're still good yeah. but anyway we may we'll make it through this that was me yeah I'm sorry it's like literally mom just like turn down the heat a little bit yeah you know what I mean or wait is it the opposite they get really hot turn it really was, hot I was like girl turn on turn down that air conditioning because I'm in a winter coat Okay, you know what I mean. That's all I want from you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's all I needed. <laughs> no, I feel I feel like my mom definitely went through similar. Oh yeah, where it was like yeah, a lot of crying. Prairie. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, similar to me on Wellbutrin. No patience. I had to no. get off that one real quick. <laughs> get off of that. <laughs> this one. one's not gonna work for me. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. But no doubt about about it was like just so enjoyable. And when I was we were watching the, the lyric video, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was just something. <laughs> the lyric video was something straight up designed by a college graphic design student. It felt very Windows ninety five um, <laughs> when you turn on the media player, like the weird little thing. Yeah, I would have been like pumped if I handed that in for a project. I I like, but I loved all of it, and honestly listening to the songs with those the lyric video on like made yeah. me be like and lucky you there's a lyric video in the same format for every song so you could just make keep a, going make a night of it make a full night of it that's right truly truly enjoyed but then going on to biggest flop god i mean do you want to start yeah right, um give it to me so i really feel like you could um, and the album, like, so the the album starts with "I Still Have Faith in You," yeah, which is a song kind of. It almost feels like it's the fans saying, like, "Please come back, like yeah. we, yeah." Can and they're like, "Can we do it?" And it's like, "You can do it." It's yeah. very much kind of just like a or pep maybe talk. it's like to themselves. They're like, they "Yeah, have faith in us, we can yeah. do like, this." Yeah, exa- <laughs> it's 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 a pep talk for yourself yeah. too. Um. And I really feel like no doubt about it is the perfect end to the album. Mm. You go on to Ode to Freedom. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's this one doing? And that one truly just, I feel like, I would say it could find its way somewhere in the middle of the album and be fine and mm-hmm. dig itself in there and just make a place. But being yeah. at the end of the album, mm-hmm. especially after No Doubt About It, it just went from being like, you brought me up to this really fun, like, spot, and then you just threw me off the cliff at the end of the album. That's probably also why <laughs> yeah. you had that visceral reaction of something better coming on, because Ode to oh Freedom truly... Really, like, going from that to... Which, if I, th- I think... Any number of old ABBA songs, you're like, fuck. I encourage you to listen to No Doubt About It okay. and, like, delete... Ode to Freedom from the album oh, wow. and let it like take you whatever comes on next afterwards okay. and then see if it has that same like visceral this is way better okay I don't think it will I'll take you up on it what about you biggest flop I mean this is a tough one for me it really could have been almost anything on the album but I think I would also go with Ode to Freedom similar reasons yeah yeah just, just ugh, no it's not good that's okay yeah. Um, speaking of um, whatever that was, lost my train of thought. Mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking of, of that. Speaking of that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, we have one section left. One section left. And that one section left is um, a single obsession. That's a fun one. Yeah. Single obsession. Um, so for me this week, oh my gosh, I can't, I have two and I'm not going to apologize for it. Okay. You know, first when you said Remy Wolf earlier that you saw her live, so many questions. Did you enjoy it? I, it was very first show at the thing. So we ended up like, it was most of the show was like, where are we? Okay. So I can't really say if I enjoyed it too much, but I did enjoy what I saw. Okay. I'm still in that, that phase with her where I'm like, do I think she's brilliant or like, is this messy? But what, what I will hundred percent say though is when I listened to her going into the weekend to like get my playlist all figured out. Yeah. Yeah. I was very much like, yes, I love very. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel that too. That's why one of my single obsessions of the week is the song sexy villain Mm -hmm. by Remy Wolf. Oh, I love love it. Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see where she goes. I'll be watching. One other thing I want to comment on was mm-hmm. um, there was a debate that that two of the artists that I want to see, Carolyn Polachek and okay. Cannons, were at the exact same time at Outside Lands. And I, that's a toughie. I threw it to you and I threw it to Luke that to decide. That is a toughie. I'm just telling you, Simon. Yeah. Cannons, unless like I would give them like another couple of years before you see them live. They need to work on their stage presence. Okay. Honestly, really disappointed to hear that, but not ultimately not totally surprised. She was just very, like, didn't smile, was just, like, kind of looking down the whole time and just seeing the lyrics that she needed to sing. Like, she was like, this is the assignment. And it was like, you're not engaging the crowd. You're not bringing us in. that sucks. Um, That sucks. To the point that I ended up going to Carolyn Polachek. God, that sucks to hear that. I want them to be so amazing live because I love their music they release. No, their music's really good. Like, I chose Cannons over Caroline. But then Caroline, and then Caroline had a better... We're going to need Cannons to do a Dua Lipa, get some stage presence, come back. Come back. Come back. (laughs) Figure it out. Like, just needs a couple years. Yeah, okay. Then I think it'll be a lot more fine. But, like, they also played a lot of new songs and, like, things Mm -hmm. that are coming up. And they're going to be good. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a good album that they're going to release, which we'll review. And you know what? I have no qualms about having relationships with artists, if need be, that are studio albums only. One thousand percent. That's okay. So we'll see. We'll see. So my second one, I've been watching the Kiss of Life video on repeat. I'm obsessed with it. You have to. I love it. (laughs) Everything from the beginning monologue with Jesse owning her restaurant, being like, chop, chop, everyone. We gotta make this perfect. She's chopping the tomatoes herself. Oh, yeah. Love it. And then to Gaga, or Gaga, <laughs> whoops, that was a slip. <laughs> um, slip. Uh, to Kylie coming in, try, being quote-unquote incognito in this, like, couture Valentino outfit. Oh, yeah. Serving all the facial expressions. I loved it. So, anyways, I had two top, oh, two top bobs. <laughs> two single obsessions for the week. Loved them both. Loved them both. Yeah. How about you? What are you listening to? Um, for me, it is a throwback. Ooh, um, specifically, I was I was doing karaoke this weekend. I went to a, a wedding that they're supposed to be karaoke at. You're starting to be a little bit of a karaoke fiend. Oh, I not starting to. Like, literally tomorrow night. <laughs> Yesterday night when this is, is releasing. This, just let me know when it starts being a problem. <laughs> like, you, you aren't going to work. You know, that you know, like, yeah, I, I, I buy a karaoke machine and 
between meetings, I like pull up a new song or something. Every weekend you're inviting us over to do karaoke. We're just You guys no. want to come over and do karaoke. We'll indulge you like once and then it'll start being like, guys, he wants us to do this every weekend. weekend. Can it just be a weekend thing? Can we just do it every it's weekend? It's affecting our friendship. Um but like one of the songs that I was thinking about that I was like, this would be such a good karaoke song. Mm-hmm. And I have not done it yet, but like okay. I also like have reignited the spark with it is four or five seconds. Rihanna, Paul McCartney, and Kanye. Four or five seconds from whining. Okay. And yeah. we got three more days to Friday. That's about. It's a total bop. It's about. Specifically, I kind of forgot about that song. Actually. It is. Well, it's no one's album. No one took claim to it. It was just released and there it was, but it was huh. a fully, it was a full on bop. And then Astrid S, one of my favorite artists yeah yeah, um she actually released a cover of it like acoustic years ago and i've listened to that so many times so i've also been binging on that version okay this is very strange aaron because i've also been on a little bit of like one song in particular throwback rihanna that's been back on my playlist you want do you want guess? umbrella no um it's stay Oh. Yeah. I kind of forgot the song existed, and then it organically, like, I heard it somewhere when I was, like, I don't know, at a, at a grocery mart or something. At a grocery mart. <laughs> As you do. Supermercado. Yes. Uh, and then I heard that, and I was like, oh, fuck, this song is so good. So good. So good. But, yeah, so four or five seconds, I think, even though it's a throwback, is my single obsession. Um, Fully support. And so much good music to come, so... Mm. The rest of the year, Simon and I have planned out. Um, yes, we do. If everything goes according to plan, we're going to be at 50 episodes by the end of the year. Oh, my God. Uh, five zero. Uh, so <laughs> look forward to some more episodes coming up before we have our winter break. And maybe episode 50 will have a Chan Hassan dinner theater giveaway. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and I would I would rig it so I'd win myself. <laughs> <laughs> or what if it's like what if we can get them to give us four and we take oh my god we the winner them. and oh their special guest that'd be amazing let's call him let's call let's him. call him. we're gonna call him okay, okay. we're gonna call chan hassan dinner theater simon um if chan hassan dinner theater wants to find you yeah. where can they find you well they can email me directly <laughs> i almost said it i'm not gonna not gonna because all the fans. How about you start with just a, maybe a DM? Slide yeah. the DMs? Yeah. Can you imagine if all of our fans had my personal email address? The chaos? Well, I, w- I wouldn't be able to get through them. I'd have to have a new personal email. I, I mean, an assistant. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you can find me uh, on Instagram at The Realist Simon. I just have to say, I have been really limiting my time on Instagram. You and have. I'm so proud of myself. Only have it on the weekends. The first couple of weekends doing it, I was still looking at my time on Instagram being like, oof, still too much. But too I much. say, do, getting better. Getting better? Yeah. So how about you? Where can we find you on social? I don't think you even said what your, your Instagram handle is. No. no. At The Real Assignment. There you go. And okay. also, don't forget, we're at Bob or Flop Podcast. We are. Yeah. Um, don't mistake us for that other fucking podcast. That other fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. Anyway. But also... <laughs> Hi, other podcasters, you're listening. <laughs> hey, guys, love to collab. Love to collab. Yep. Um, you find me at the Erin, T H E E H R E N. Weird, I know, but you'll get used to it. Mm. Um, fun episode. Erin, before we go, 
there has been a lot of drama on Real Housewives of Potomac between two of the women both releasing a candle. One of them is a one-wick candle and the other is a three-wick candle. And the line is always like, well, that's nice. She has a one-wick, but mine's a three-wick. Different market. Behind you, you have like a... Five-wick. A five-wick candle. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. And now I feel like I hope next season someone releases the five-wick candle. I would love... I mean... To be honest, I'm I'm curious about how long this candle's gonna last because that's is, a lot of is burn. five wick too much. And I was also like worried that it would create a, like too much heat. I was like, I have to move it a yeah. little bit away from the yeah. Of the- <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you do. I wonder if that if uh, Karen Huger did market research and she was like, I look, I tested the five wick. Too many fire burn hazards. Too fast. Too many <laughs> fire hazards. I had to downgrade. To that's a exactly three. it. It's the perfect level of luxury for a candle. It's three wicks. Three wicks. Three wicks. All right. See everyone later. Bye.